Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I celebrate each achievement as symbolic of my evolution. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And... Jane said she'd bring sound effects in. And she has. That would be happy birthday to us. 150. I know. That's now, a lot. It's not 200, but 200 is not coming for a long time. So we thought we'd celebrate anyway because that's what life's all about. Right, Jane? Well, it is. Actually, I wanted to celebrate because 150 is such a big milestone. But first, I wanted to reflect on... What a journey we've had, Beck. Yeah. I mean, I can remember sitting in that cafe, Beck's contacted me and said, I've got an opportunity to do a podcast, but we need to get together and see if we've, you know, got any ideas. No, I remember it a different way. I rang up Jane and said, I've got an opportunity to do a podcast show. And I talked to her about it for about 10 minutes and she was very supportive. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, sounds great. And at the end of it, I said, but will you do it with me? And she was like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then we went to a cafe and we thought, let's just see if we've got any material. Jane and I talked for about one and a half to two hours solid and we came up with 52 episodes. We did a year of we did, topics. We did a year of topics in a very short amount of time. We realised that all of our subject content combined was going to, we'd have a lot to mine. And we have. Yeah, there's sound effect number two. <laughs> Jane's changing careers. <laughs> Technician at Channel 10. <laughs> Oh dear, but it was such a, it was so exciting to realise that our worlds blended, because we didn't, we were very separate careers, and... Jane and I are, from, in many ways, completely different people, yeah. very, very, very different people, but we really, when it comes to this working space, we come together with such an ease, if I may say, it, the vibration we've both said to each other is so clean and so clear when we come together to do this work. And Jane has said to me, and I've said to Jane, you know, at this point in my career, there are very few people, practically none, that I will work with. Pretty much no one will I let in to my space. Um, And Jane has time and time and time and time and time again, or she wouldn't be here, proven that she is a top-level player when it comes to working alongside somebody spiritually, like with spiritual content, but also as spiritual people, because how many of us have, oh my God, in the workplace, you bump shoulders, you bring in, there's energy vampires, there's dramas, there's bitchiness, there's, even if there's somebody that you really, really like, but every now and then there's a bit of an off tone or a bit of a a cringe or an awkward, we don't have those. We've never had that, which is actually really unique in itself, isn't it? That one point alone. No, not at all. And because, I guess because Jane is such a call you on your shit type of person, I've Yeah, but you are with me as well, it's, okay, I've I've had to learn. so beautiful you've said those lovely things, thank you, (laughs) but I have to say, it's mirror, mirror on the wall. And as we all know, you can only see in another that that is within yourself. But it is, it's absolutely universally planned for Beck and I to be doing this because I've never done anything in my life that is so effortless. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean we don't put effort in, we don't put time, commitment, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about content and researching and chatting about ways we could be doing love life better. Um, however... It is effortless. And what does that mean? It's when you're in your joy. It's when it's it's something that you feel is in alignment with who you are. And it's just been such a 
privilege to be doing this. It's incredibly clean. The energy on this is so clean. And I, Jane and I, you know, every now and then at critical junctures, usually about twice a year, we will have a meeting with our bosses. Upstairs management. Upstairs management. And that means our guides, our higher selves, angels, whoever is... We don't know exactly who they are, but there is a very specific body that is running this show, body of souls. Like I, I, I sort of, I do pick up actually quite a lot of male energy, but there's a, there's a whole team of them, spirit guides, if, if you like, who, who are in charge of this show. And Jane and I are completely the channels and the vehicles for earthly delivery. And we, we've always known that. And the humbleness and the gratitude is times a thousand because, because it's their show. It is their show. It's their show. Absolutely their show. And that is why we pray before every show because we open the channel and we say to them, we're here to do what you need us to do, keep us in line. There have been shows where right in the middle of the show, one or the other of us has started to drift into content. And in fact, it even happened once with one of our guest interviewers and the recording device shuts down. They will always shut us down if we get out of alignment or if we go into inappropriate or private territory for somebody else, anything that's not supposed to come to light, or you know what I mean, in a in a respectful way, or we're just too off track kind of way, or it's not useful and helpful, we're falling out of vibration, they shut down the show. It's quite funny how that happens, isn't it? We have it's to stop so and start again. I can remember in the early days when that would happen and the IT guys would say to us, no, that's not possible. It should be fine. And we're going, well, actually, it is possible. You've got different bosses yeah. to us. We have different people running our show to you. And we play by their rules. So, you know, we would always stop the recording. It's hardly happened. It's only happened, like, I think, maybe three times. It hasn't happened often, ever, but it has maybe. happened, yeah. And when it happens, we stop and look at each other and we say, what were we what just were we talking? just saying? Yeah. And then we go, oh, it was that. We mustn't. That's, that's not right. And yeah. we bring it back. And so we have these cool meetings twice a year and the guides tell us the future plans. They tell us what to go and do. Do you think we've actioned any of it yet? Not really, because we've had a lot to process in our personal lives, and I think that's often the journey. Is well, the I think that's part of doing first. this show is that you know what, when you decide to teach something emotionally, the universe, in my opinion, always puts you through the ringer on that topic. Yeah. So you know, if we're going to do a topic on, I don't, what a narcissist, we're going to suddenly have narcissists appear in our life because it's helping us to connect back into what is that? What does it look like? How does it feel like to be able to have the empathy to be able to deliver the content? Yeah. And and so. It's an emotional journey. So the whole time that we're doing these recordings, Beck and I are going through all our own stuff of growth and shedding of layers and onion peels and recognition and epiphanies. Yeah, aha moments, sometimes upgrades, sometimes we slide backwards, etc. etc. Mm. And so much vulnerability and sharing things. There there are definitely things I've said on this show which I would I would truthfully actually be horrified if the people I was talking about heard it. But I've needed to give the examples to illustrate the point, you know, particularly with members of my own family, etc. who Oh, my God, you know, <laughs> I'd never want to put anyone out. But Jane and I, um, I've had some really clear visions of Jane and I in a past life. I'm sure we've had a few. Um, it was a it was a wood planing or carpentry Yeah, we were workshop. brothers. Yeah, and it was like a – so it was a brother's team and uh, brothers in arms. And so one of us was a bit front of house and one of us was a bit back of house. But we had perfect system. She did her stuff. I did mine. And we just worked together excellently. And I think Jane and I have come back together where we last picked off in this lifetime. And we've said, we know how to work. We know what to do. We know how to handle it. You do that bit of the business. I do this bit of the business. If I ever have an invoice, Jane's paid it within 30 minutes. I can trust this woman with my heart and soul. You are the ultimate business partner, Jane. Thank you. But uh, as are you, as are you. You know, there's things that I just, I'm time poor. And Beck in, in recent time has actually had um, some time freed up unexpectedly. And so she's been able to handle some things that we've wanted to have happen and we just can't have happen. And 
Anyway, it, it is it's mirror mirror, it which is so beautiful. Out. So we did have a chat with our guides recently, and um, they said we said. How come, you know, and just so you guys know, as I speak, which right now we're recording November 2015, we are currently having five and a half thousand downloads and or seven, listen, seven and a half. Sorry, thousand. seven and a half thousand listens a month in the no, United- no, a week. No, that's no, it's a month. No, it's not. All right, Jane knows what it is. It's okay. I did the stats. Seven and a half. Oh, let's get this straight. Love Life is currently being heard in the United States of America. Listenership seven and a half thousand through Speak Up Talk Radio. Yes, through iTunes we know there's two thousand or more individual downloads per week in Australia. Oh, well, that's probably worldwide, isn't it? Anywhere, it's anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. So these are modest figures, but they are healthy and booming figures. Well, the thing that was interesting too is that really blew me away was that we've never once gone backwards. Every single episode has increased, 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 increased. It's always it's climbing. We're amazing. in 150 countries, including countries I can't pronounce that I didn't know existed, which I find extraordinary and, and amazing. We have had clients from places as random as... Oh, my God, Switzerland, Hong Kong, Auckland, Philadelphia. I've done Qatar. I mean, people have found us through all over the world, which just makes my heart sing. We did say to the Spirit Guides not long ago, though, for a show that we've never advertised and really haven't put a whole lot of, uh, if you want to say, marketing into. We haven't done any. Facebook, Twitter, Mm. and a couple of other uh, links. Social media. Yeah. Um, it's pretty extraordinary that we're at this level, but how come we're still stuck at a level that we haven't really been able to monetize it or some of the bigger booms haven't happened? And the spirit guide said, well, it's very easy, Jane and Rebecca. You're both keeping yourselves at the level that you're comfortable at. And we went, ah. Oh, do Soul Do-do. That would be... <laughs> that sound effect number three. I told you I'd have sound effects this week, Beck. <laughs> Jane always delivers, right? So this was a really cool, interesting thing for us to think about because Jane and I, our reasons were totally different depending on our different lives. But Jane had her own reasons for not wanting to get any bigger because it might, as, as obviously as much as everybody always wants to get bigger successfully, there's reasons that she doesn't want to get bigger because she's got her own fears or things may change that she doesn't want. And I've certainly got my own fears about my life changing too and things getting bigger and what that may entail. And we had the most fantastic, honest, clear chat about what we want and what we need to do to remove our personal blocks for the success to come. Now, I'm real tangenting here, but if anyone here is listening for business, spiritual business advice, it's never about flog the dead horse, go harder, just release that e-book, just do this. I mean, you have to do those proactive physical things in the third dimension. But you absolutely have to check first where you're not allowing or enabling that success to come. And on that, I actually just want to talk about, about having somebody amazing like Beck as your business coach, your spiritual business coach. Um, years ago, before Beck and I were connected in this lifetime, I had a business manager who, a uh, business coach, sorry, who was also able to channel. And my business partner at the time and myself used to sit down about once every six weeks, eight weeks, and check in with upstairs management and have them answer the questions of why is this happening in the business? What block is it that we've got that's creating this drama or this situation or this challenge? And it's fascinating as you start working through your emotional blocks that are in direct relationship to the relationship of the business, 
what clarity and growth you get, and then you just have such an easy vehicle to be able to test and measure the results. It's quite extraordinary. So if you've got a small business, I highly encourage you to book into Beck. Why me? Oh, for cycling. For, for channeling. Yeah. For channeling, business channeling. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I, it's every now and then I see an article come out of the States which sort of says, did you know that, like, top-level Wall Street bankers go to this Hollywood psychic? And it's like this scandalous kind of, can you believe it kind of article. But it is, it's true. Some of the biggest business people check in regularly yes. with psychic so do statesmen politicians yes. royals throughout history yes well i actually Queen worked Elizabeth with a, a psychic who was um who was doing readings for royalty yeah absolutely and and that's happened for centuries you know and, and you will hear all sorts of stuff president well in president reagan got into his astrology i think and um, Queen Elizabeth II had John Dee, the angel, angel, angelologist advisor, and all kinds of things like that. So it's it's a cool tool. Now back to the love affair between Jane and I and, and the show. <laughs> and maybe it's fun for you guys to hear a little bit. You know, you hear our voices every week, and we always talk always about the subject content at hand. We don't often talk a lot about ourselves and. I think our full stories are saved for another day and they might even be saved for a stage show or something sometime when we really tell you who we are properly. But I guess in in a short, sort of condensed, fun version, I'll do you, Jane, and perhaps you can do me. Oh, (laughs) wow, I wasn't ready for this. I'll see Jane through my eyes. Jane um, always has something red on and everything always has to be red. That's her power colour. Jane is not the tallest person in the world, but her power enters the room before she does. Oh, wow. (laughs) I wish I had Jane's breasts. They're magnificent. Jane has the most diamante-studded iPhone covers that anyone has ever found in any Asian country. Like, she out-Asians the Japanese kids, right? (laughs) Jane loves chips and gravy. (laughs) Jane has some bad habits, which I quite like. Jane has a pool in her backyard. She's also got chickens ferreting around there somewhere. Jane's husband works in a vineyard. Jane's got two teenage daughters. Jane, every every single time, without any exception, that I come to Jane's house, she immediately apologises for the state of it. And I'm like, do you not know me by now, Jane? It's me. I don't give a rat's ass what is on the couch. It's actually a test of... It's a, it's a measure now. It's a test of friendship where um, if I invite somebody to my home, because I've actually surrendered that it used to be somebody comes over and I'd make it all nice and neat and looks fabulous. It's clean. It's just cluttered. So I would declutter and it would all look great. And then, um, and then it would get cluttered again. And then I think, right, better invite someone around so I have the incentive to declutter. But my life recently has got so busy and that I really am time poor that it's got to a point now that, okay, I'm only inviting people around that I don't have to declutter for. So it's actually a test of my friendship. So if you don't get invited around, it's because I feel like I'm being judged. If you've seen the inside of Jane's car, she's almost <laughs> ready to marry you. It's that close. It's, it's, it's like the inner circle is that the membership is that tight. That's it. Right? That's so, it. Now, I've sat in Jane's car many times because you may or may not know that we recorded probably a year and a half's worth of this show sitting in a car. We would meet which, halfway because we actually live a long way 
away from each other. Yeah, so it's like the best quality sound booth available. And we pretty much would always get the same spot wherever we went. The same car park was always there. On and the there was always the car that went past with 44 on the number plate. Oh, there's always 44s. <laughs> and yeah, that's right. Um, Jane's dog has also accompanied almost every, well, every single recording we've done at Jane's house, which is also quite a lot, um, has been accompanied by Nalia, who generally sits on her laps, burps and farts into the microphone. So <laughs> if you've ever heard anything bizarre, it's Nalia. Not me or Jane. We never burp or fart because we're too highly evolved for that. Um, And, okay, what do I like about Jane? She is... I mean, you all know what Jane's like from hearing hearing her voice and from from her personality, but she's... She's a good time girl because she she comes from entertainment and she is an HSP, HSS, which is high sensation seeking. She's a show off, and I don't mean that in a negative way. She likes a party. She can put on a costume. She'll paint your face. She'll dance on the stage. She'll bring in the music. She'll bring in the sound effects, in fact. <laughs> yeah, like just like that. Um, she She's a socialiser, entertainer, party girl through and through, but she has her as everyone does her quiet personal deep side and I've been privy to see she's definitely shared her most deepest emotional workings and her deepest emotional self with me over over our journey which in fact did we do the radio before this show or this show before the radio I can't remember this show before radio we started this one 150 episodes ago so 150 weeks ago and we started the local show in April because Jane and I were also for a time doing... Our first episode aired on Valentine's Day. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. we started... So that was February, and then we started Soul Sisters. It's state level. 2013, February yeah. 2013. And then we started that in April, and then it went national in June. Oh, my God. I came how, back from Bali. How do you remember this stuff? So we had a national radio show running at the same time called Soul Sisters, which, excuse me, we did with a fabulous Mel D, who's also um, a spiritual you know, advocate who works in mainstream media. And so the three of us, um, it was very testing because, of course, when you want to put in the kind of content that Jane and I want to put in into mainstream radio, the editing and the censorship goes crazy. Tasmania loved us. I know. They didn't have a problem. There were some, definitely some other um, radio... And Queensland. Queensland. Because it was on about 20 stations in Queensland. Yeah, it was all predominantly big rural towns, rural areas like Tamworth, Darwin, Ipswich, places like that. But anyway... Um, so we were sort of t- doing this big long drive out to this radio station once a week and sharing our lives and what was going on and it's all just... It was big. There was a lot going on for us then and that hour and a half trip there and back mm. was was our private therapy session with each other. We used to take it in turns. Whoever was driving, the other one was allowed to... Mm. We're channelling. We're driving and we're channelling for each other. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> you know, doing 100Ks down the freeway. I know. Watch out for that kangaroo, Jane. And she'd be like, oh, infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> There's a carcass. Oh, There's another another hit run. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, then we'd have then we'd have the the truck come past that had all the animals that were going off to be killed, yeah, and that an, would distress us. There was an abattoir right where we were filming, so we were sending the love around. So, so that is Jane. Jane is an old witch. Jane used to run Atlantis. Jane's been around. She's had her temples. She's done her thing. She's been tortured. She's been the dungeon master, like us all. You know, I've been privy to many of her past lives, and and she's got the bevy of them, just like all of you listening do. Um, and so what I think we have in Jane is a fifty-two. Yes. Year old, very, very wise soul. We, I, I feel lucky to have a friend. I mean, I'm 36, and for me to have a 52-year-old really close friend 
it's kind of cool because not many people can say that. You know, we have a big age gap. Age, yeah. We've never noticed the age difference between a, us. Well, that was one of the things I was going to say about you is that there is no age. It, it, it is ageless. It's totally ageless. Um, and, I mean, Jane is just the distilled concentrate product of just so much wisdom, so many years of self-development work and so much being out there in the in the third dimension, the corporate world, you know, as you've all heard her stories on the show, I just think that you're a really unique blend of all of those worlds come together, Jane, and there's some serious um, priestess power coming out at this point in your life. Thank you. That is so beautiful. Wow, I didn't expect this and I was not prepared for this High fives, either. high fives all around. Oh, absolutely. Where's that crowd? Oh, I can't get the crowd sound effect up quick enough. Never mind. We'll just, uh, we'll just have to move on to you, I guess. <laughs> Don't underestimate yourself, Jane. That, that, you've got that trigger finger, that index finger. I know. I timed it right because it's the crowd cheering for you, Beck. Thank you. Which is just so beautiful. Look, I just, as I said, feel so humbled and blessed to have this opportunity. It's amazing. Beck, to me, is the no-bullshit queen. She is the fastest-talking person I have ever met in history. And every single word that comes out of her mouth is impeccable. It just fascinates me that someone's mind can go so fast and speak such incredible content so fast that I'm in awe of that. And I know when we're sitting here recording, you've got no idea the number of times that I've said, Beck will suggest a topic and I'll go, I don't know if I've got anything to say about that. And then I think, but it doesn't matter. Beck will have plenty to say. And somehow I always do manage to have something to say. But her channeling ability, you know, one day I would love to actually set the camera up for you to actually watch how Beck channels. She is just incredible. So far, so accurate. There's so much that I love about Beck. Let's get to her, let's get to her little life story. Okay, so Beck, as you know, has two beautiful children who are we are talking six and four now, is that right? Yeah, nearly seven and five, but yeah. Yeah, so going yeah. to be both of them at school next year, which is amazing, and they're just so beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, wise old souls. She lives in the most amazing home in the Adelaide Hills, which is 150 years old, I think, and it's got how many varieties of English flowers? Oh, God, no, but there's... Hundreds. Yeah, it's it's all... got a natural mm. spring that runs under it. She calls. She says that she is custodian of this home, and I love that. And it's constantly filled with the most amazing flora and fauna. And it's somewhere that could be turned into a wedding venue if she chose to. It's absolutely stunning. I'm really And she's eccentric. the witch that absolutely governs over this and protects it. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. It's so beautiful. She actually is up there blending her potions mm. with her cauldron, mixing her herbs and her spring essences and mm, all the beautiful flower essences, all the beautiful potions. It's her magic potion that she makes up there. I am actually highly eccentric because I drive around wearing a New York socks cap listening to gangster rap and I have antiques in my house. I mean, who? what 36-year-old? No boy is ever going to want me. I'm too weird. This is what Beck is, and we'll get to that about what boy will like it. This is what Beck is. Beck is representational she's so into symbolism and ritual that her life is a, a melting pot of every life she's ever had is represented symbolically in some way in this lifetime so whether she's going off to yoga while she's stopped at the um the vegan or not vegan but the the organic market to get 
sustainable, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. But she does have... But I'll have a vodka. Then she'll go off to, what is it, sound? What's those? This is where oh, the eight stereo. shows. Stereosonic. She'll go off and, you know, jump up and down on the spot and Pop. no dancing technique whatsoever, I'll say, from somebody who's a choreographer. And having an awesome time channeling her inner dance goddess. And... But the thing that blows me away the most about Beck, or there's a few things now, the biggest, biggest, biggest is her wisdom. I've actually never known anybody to have the amount of wisdom that Beck has. There's no topic that I can go, what about this? And bang, there it goes. Now, I know she's channeling, but there's also a sense that Beck knows this. It's not, it's not just our team that are giving the words to her to deliver. She knows this on every cellular level of her body. And it just it's incredible to witness. So incredible to witness. Doesn't mean I'm living it though, Jane. But thank you. That's flattering. It's so true though. I've never met anybody so wise. And then I'm gonna go, she's 30 fucking six? Are you kidding me? When I was 36, oh my god, I so didn't have my life together. I my self-development was how much validation can I get externally? <laughs> you know, the audiences, as we've shared, mm. are never big enough. Beck's had a big journey, and I haven't actually cleared this with Beck, but can I go there? Right. Okay. <clears throat> Beck has had big relationship changes, and I've been in awe of how she has handled it with such dignity, with such self-ownership of her role in absolutely every part of every relationship that she's ever had and what is it that she can experience, learn, grow, heal to ensure that she is the best version of herself. I've never known anyone so committed to being the best version. Clear that shit out, clear that shit out, clear that shit out. That's what Beck does. She's off to every modality but she's also doing the work herself. You know, the hours, I don't know how many hours Beck spends but how it is money. a lot. <laughs> Well, you know, and that's actually, let's touch on that. That's one of the reasons that we feel passionate about bringing this podcast to you free every week is because it takes a lot of money to do these courses, go to these therapists, try new healing modalities, go on retreats, watch this video, buy that DVD, etc. book into that coach. It costs a fortune and so many people don't have that money. Are they not worthy of having great self-development, of having really good tools they are and that's one of the biggest motivators that I know we have for doing this podcast is to get it out there so everybody's got access to what we have found has worked best for us there's so much else I can say about Beck Beck is really good fun really good fun she doesn't drink alcohol but I sure love it when she has one glass of champagne and becomes the party girl with me and I still have yet to see Beck having had too many but it's on my bucket list. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's so on my bucket list. Well, I'll tell you list. what happens. I get really cuddly and then I fall over. Oh, no, I did see you one night because you just kept telling me how much you loved me. You were so cute, cuddly. That's right. Were, that's right. You were leading on was, It was our soul sister's wedding. And you were leading on me and you were so, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I'm going, I love you too, Ben. That's so oh, beautiful. Yeah. I, they're my favorite kind of, well, I'll use the term, drugs. Yeah. They're my favourite kind. Three apples of red wine and I'll be in your lap. Exactly, which is beautiful. Oh, okay, Sarah, we can't, I can't. I love I just, Bex. I, ability to sit in something that is not in alignment with her with kindness with graciousness so I've got bad habits and Beck has never once shamed me they don't bother never. me never but they don't bother me I know but that's so beautiful that's what I'm saying you you just say that as though it's no big deal 
But what you don't realise, that's your default mechanism to be that way. But most of the walking population cannot do that. So that's easy and effortless for you. But you, however, could acknowledge that that really is a rock star quality about you because most people can't do that. Thank you, Jane. And it's just so beautiful. And I've never, ever watched Beck ever harm anybody, ever be... She's never shamed anybody. Her intent is always so beautiful and pure, yet she's tough-ass, kick-ass, I'm going to get you where you want to be. So if somebody, you know, spends time with Beck and they've got a, a victim story of any sort, well, that gets aired for about 30 seconds and then we're turning that on its ass. And she's tough and she's ruthless and she's spot on and she makes people accountable. And she's the greatest gift that you could have as a friend. Oh, and I'm so blessed. Oh my. I am so blessed. Thank you, Joan. Oh, we might just, just a... you know, have the crowd just cheer that. There we go, cheering for Beck. Woohoo! Appreciation Society. I can't believe that I said I wear a New York socks hat. The Americans listening right now are going, get off this podcast. Do you wear a New York City? It's either the New York Yankees or it's the White Sox. Pick your fucking team. Are they faithful? <laughs> yes. I meant White Sox. White oh, my Sox. God. Apologies. She's just smacked the desk. Thank you. Sorry, Chicago relatives who... Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love American sport. What? I love it, love it. Do you know, I once got, I got offered... I did get offered a job with the... <laughs> Uh, Chicago Bulls. Yeah, there you go. I know. You would never have said New York socks. I can't believe that. I have a US passport. My mother is American. I know what I'm talking about. I'm tired and overwhelmed. Okay, we were going to actually talk about celebration in this a spiritual way. We haven't done this since. We talked about each other. I'm sorry if that was boring. <laughs> I hope you learned something that was useful today. You might not have. But if you're a loyal fan this of the show. Be, you know how I said every week our, podcast, our episodes go up in listenership. This might be the one that has the lowest <laughs> listeners ever. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe this is a recording just for you and me. Me, 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 me. me. Do I mention me? We are. How blessed we truly are. are. And, you know, maybe this is about celebrating a friendship. Maybe you guys could copy this and do this with the person that you feel, you know, such beautiful joy and gratitude for having in your life. Maybe you could could do a similar exercise with each other. Just sit down. You don't have to have a a recording device in front of you. Just sit down and share with each other what you see in the other. And, you know, to be honest, I could probably have gone five hours and talked about all the different things and I'll, we'll stop this recording and I'll have my mind wandering thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't say that, 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 that. They're so obvious about Beck. But on the spot, that's what I was feeling in the moment and I'm so, ble- I'm so blessed and so grateful. I celebrate each achievement as symbolic of my evolution. And that's with the fireworks going in the background. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll get back on track next week and give you a hard-hitting substance. (laughs) And if you need some more substance, go back through our archives, lovelifeshow.com. And until this time next week, find one thing in your life that deserves a celebration, goddammit, and celebrate yourself. Life is perfect, I'm not trying, it's just happening, and it's a beautiful day.